Welcome back to Future Dads Club. Membership still won. If you're a future dad, or presently a dad, please subscribe and send me a message. I really don't have a monopoly on vulnerability, so share your thoughts by subscribing, commenting on something that resonated with you, asking a question, or sharing this with a future dad. More Future Dads Club after the... Today, we have a special guest, my lovely lady and the mother of my child. Thank you for taking the time to be here. We should really thank the little one. I've been sharing my side of things on this podcast, so I wanted to give her some time to talk through the transition to motherhood and what that was like for her. Hi, everybody. I'm Erica. I'm Mo's wife. Yay. Where would you like to begin? That's a really open-ended question. I know. (laughs) Well, I guess I could begin by saying that I had the privilege a few days ago to have a few moments of quiet between feeds and poopy diaper changes to sit and download my whole birth experience from start to finish and document it and write down every little detail as I remembered it. I was really grateful for the fact that I was able to do a natural birth and be coherent for most of the uh, process. So I remembered a lot of what happened and it was such a surreal and amazing, crazy, I don't know, once in a lifetime, I guess, well, maybe more than once if we have more babies, uh, experience that I thought it would be amazing to just write it down so that five years from now, I can remember exactly what went down and the amazing kind of journey that we went through. So you said natural birth. For anyone that's not fully aware of what that is, could you just talk through what your understanding of that was initially and what it turned out to be for you? Yeah, so first of all, you know, preface this with no judgment or opinion about people's birth choices here. Everybody has a right to the birth that makes sense for them. There are various reasons why maybe uh, interventions would be necessary medically, depending on people's different situations. But because my pregnancy was low risk, I had felt at the time that I was really hoping to do this without an epidural, without a C-section, or too much medical procedures. I was hoping for my body to be able to go through this birth process. So that's what I mean by a natural birth. And overall, the labor took quite a long time. It took nearly two days from start to finish, which is, which is a long time. And probably most people would, you know, go through that for about a day and maybe want to get some kind of induction or something to move things faster. But It just was my preference to let things take their natural course, and they did, and um, I was happy with with the result. I'd love for you to share your recollection of what happened before, during, and after. And I like that you'd written it all down, so I'll let you go ahead and start. 
Yeah, so way before the birth started, we got in touch with our doula and went through a list of questions where she asked, what are your birth preferences? And they went, went through everything from who do we want in the room with us to what kind of you know intentions do we have? What do we want the environment to look like? What kinds of medical interventions are we okay with? What do we prefer to be asked about? Like, for example, getting, you know, drugs for induction or an epidural or, you know, forceps, vacuum, different things that help uh, kind of move the process along. And then our preferences for postpartum care, like what kinds of vaccines we want, what procedures we want done for the baby. We decided that I wanted to breastfeed, so that was a preference. So basically going through ahead of time and making sure we had all our questions answered about what these different options were, and we could give informed consent rather than kind of in the middle of the labor process, finding out for the first time what these processes were and what the potential complications were. So that was kind of our, you know, pre-birth experience. And then, you know, the week of the birth, I did a lot of walking up and down hill. My mom told me that she walked up and down a big hill in front of Union Station the day that she gave birth to my sister. My sister apparently just flew right out. So I thought, okay, well, that's good advice. So we did a lot of walking uphill to kind of keep things, you know, moving and staying active. And then the day before my labor started, I remember we went and had a meal at Busboys and Poets. Oh, yeah. It's one of my favorite restaurants in the city. I think I ordered like a massive meal. There was a lot of food on the table. I ordered like tofu bites, Brussels sprouts, just all my favorites. Thought I was going to take it home. Ended up eating all of that food <laughs> plus um, half of Mo's quesadilla and some hummus that he got. So really just, it was like the last supper, although I didn't know it was the last supper. Basically, my body must have known before I knew that... <laughs> I was about to go into labor and we needed to pack in the nutrition and the calories while I could. Yeah, I, I remember that. I think I left hungry. <laughs> yeah, because I ate his food. So, so yeah, so I had this big meal at Busboys and Poets and then came home and, you know, everything was pretty uneventful. And until the wee hours of the night, I felt like I couldn't sleep. I was kind of just doing some stupid things on the internet at midnight instead of sleeping, which I sincerely regret. I would say if you're heading close to your due date, you know, the week before your due date, just try to sleep as much as possible because the baby could come at any time. And after the baby comes, no more sleep is happening. So anyway, long story short, labor started at 4 a.m. So I got like a good, beautiful three hours of sleep to prepare me for the rest of my life. And labor continued basically for about a full day in sort of early labor, what I would describe as like kicked up period cramps that were not super painful. They were kind of manageable. I could like still move around and do stuff, but they were definitely uncomfortable. So that went on for about 24 hours. And then the next day I felt, you know, it'd be really good to go into my midwife and see how I'm doing, what the progress is and, you know, how much we think uh, we've done so far. So I went into the office and had, had our one of the midwives check she looked at me and she said, uh, what's, your definition? what's your definition of labor? But her, you know, what she was insinuating was she didn't think based on my demeanor that I was in sort of a late stage of labor because I was kind of talking and walking around and 
seemed relatively coherent. And then she checked me and said I was You're more than halfway more than there. Halfway there yeah. yeah. And so she said, oh, well, wow. Okay. So uh, <laughs> she's like, yeah, if you want to go check into the hospital this afternoon, um, your baby's probably coming within 24 hours. So I was like, all right. Um, so we went home thinking, okay, we're just going to, you know, labor at home for a while until things really pick up. And then I started walking up through the three flights of stairs to our apartment. And I think I had three rounds of contractions in that period, in that five minute period. And normally they say like, go to the hospital when they start coming like five minutes apart, but these were coming much faster than that. And so I was like, oh man, let's get the go pack and rock and roll. So we decided to to go to the hospital in the afternoon that day. We got into a um, a lift, and the driver, who was a lovely, lovely man, he seemed a little bit flustered that this pregnant lady who was clearly in labor, I wasn't screaming or anything, but I looked like I was in labor, he's, and he, he looked a little bit like, oh my God, is this woman going to give birth in the car? And he's like, uh, he said, I'm not trained for this. And <laughs> so we, we told him, don't worry, you know, babies don't just, you know, fly out. Like, I mean, maybe sometimes they do, but... I don't think in the seven-minute car ride to the hospital I was going to have this baby. So so anyway, we got to the hospital. We checked in. I felt immediately at ease being there because I just felt like the first day of labor, I was kind of just at home without a lot of information and reassurance on how things were going. And at least at the hospital, we had you know, the, the heart rate monitor and we had people who could answer our questions there and our doula was there and the whole team was there and all my snacks and stuff. And so I felt like, okay, this is where the real work is going to begin. And we kind of, we, we kind of labored for, you know, several hours. And, you know, at some point the, the midwife attending came in and she checked me and said, okay, look, you know, you are eight centimeters dilated. This was in the early evening. She said, you're, you know, seven, eight o'clock, maybe she said, you're eight centimeters dilated, but and and 100% effaced and so like everything is open really but the baby is a few stations like too high and we really need him to start coming down in order for this labor to progress so you got to keep keep on keeping on with the different positions that'll help the baby descend so i was a little bit i guess i was a little bit disappointed to hear that because i had thought i was farther along in the process than I actually was based on, you know, what I had heard in the morning from the other midwife that checked me. And so I thought, oh, my God, like, am I going to have to do this for another day? I'm so exhausted. It's been almost two days. And I just don't know if I have it in me to keep going. And I started talking to Mo about, well, you know, if this baby doesn't come out tonight, then maybe I need to like get a C-section or something and just have the, the have them take the baby out because I feel like I, I've had no sleep for like two days and I'm, I'm tired and I, I just don't know if I can keep pushing. I mean, I literally can't even, I don't know if I'll be able to stay awake, you know? And so it was a little bit of a moment of sort of not despair, but just, you know, like a low moment where I felt like, oh my God, I still have a long way ahead of me, but everybody was amazing. The team was wonderful. Our doula and the midwives got me going into some really intense positions. And and really what they had told me, and this was sort of me overcoming my own demons, but they said, you know, the only way out of this is through. And so it, it had appeared that I had really just accommodated the active labor pretty well. And 
was, you know, sort of putting myself in positions that reduced the pain because I wasn't using any painkillers. And I was giving my, my, my own natural sort of epidural situation, but that was actually keeping the labor from moving. And what, what I really needed to do was get into the very difficult positions, the squats, the twists, the different things to, to really move the baby down, which was causing a considerable amount of pain. And um, when they kind of explained that to me, I, I said, okay, I really have to so mind over matter here. I have to just push through here and let it let it go and, and stop trying to control my pain, you know. And so once we did that, um, within a few hours, the baby moved down three stations or something. And I was in the active pushing phase. And, you know, shortly after that, the, the, the baby came. And the last few moments of pushing, I just remember feeling like, oh my God, we're so close. Like we, the baby's head was like right there and they're like, push, push, push. And, and I, I was so exhausted and I felt like I couldn't breathe because I had just every breath, I needed to take a huge breath in order to just push. And they had the oxygen on me and it was like, just, it felt so exhausting. <laughs> But after a couple pushes, he came out. I was so relieved. It was like the most wonderful. It was, it was almost as if all the pain that I was feeling in the last couple hours of the labor, which was quite a lot of pain the last few hours. But then, you know, the good thing about it is when it's really painful, you know it's over soon. <laughs> That's what everyone says, and it's true. So, yeah, and the baby came out, and he was so cute, and they just cleaned him up a little bit for, like, 15 seconds, and then brought him back and put him on my chest, and my whole body was kind of shaking because I, I felt like I was in shock, like, just from that whole intense experience, and I was, like, holding this little baby on me, and like, oh my God, there's this baby here. He's my baby. Like, he's so amazing. And yeah, it was just, it was just really, uh, it was just really surreal. Like, you know, he's inside, then he's outside. The, the midwives gathered around and had everybody just take a moment and express thanks for this baby and for the mom and for this birth and take a moment and appreciate how amazing this is before we all move on with our day. Um, and they did that and I, I really appreciated it. And I remember, I just remember feeling really grateful that I was like totally coherent and mentally there throughout the entire process. And that I could just remember all those little moments of like him coming out and going over and getting cleaned up and coming back. But it's just like, he was a live little person just out there in the world and so cool. <laughs> And I was just relieved that the birth was done. I was like, oh my God, it's been almost two days. Like, uh. So that was great. And, and I was, of course, in like a, like a slight panic when he first came out of like, is he okay? Is he breathing? Is he happy? Is he blah, 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 you know? But within a few seconds of him coming out, I could hear like a couple little cries. And it's like, oh, he's there. It's real. Like, my baby's here. My God. You know, it's so, like after nine months of like waiting and being excited, he was finally here. He'd made his great debut. And, um, you know, the, the, the real work begins then, <laughs> which I didn't know. I was like, oh, I've done my part. Yay. Um, <laughs> but actually, no, it's like, no, the real work begins uh, once the baby comes out. 
So, but at least when the baby comes out, then you have a little more help because baby's outside, not just in your body. So um, it's not all on you. You know, you've got more people to help you out with the baby. Yeah, so that's kind of like how it went down for the most part. <sighs> yeah, and I think my physical recovery has been very quick. And I think that was due to the fact that we didn't just, we, we just did it kind of natural. And, you know, I mean, again, like I don't, there, there are reasons why you need to do certain things. And I told them, I said, if we need to, if it's medically necessary or if we have to, I'm open to all, you know, possible interventions. But if we can do it naturally, let's try. And I've, I'm really grateful because, like, the recovery has been really quick. And I've been able to focus on the new task of parenting because I felt like the birth was mostly a successful experience. That's all we have for now. Come back next week.